So, um, this is a retreat on health and meditation, and we haven't really mentioned health. And that's been delivered um, until now. And I suppose really what, what I was just going to do is just summarise what, what today was about in relation to health. And um, some of you may have heard some of this before, but if you have, uh, bear with us. Um, so the, the question frequently comes up, what is health? And the sort of definition that we have, um, or the World Health Organization definition of health, is a state of complete physical, psychological, social well-being. And the reason why that's important is because it's their pervasive view of what health is. Not that people look it up when they're going to work or when they're going to see the doctor. And um, there's a few problems with it. Uh, one is if we think through it, we are programmed to get old, ill and die. And our minds are... Um, like wild horses at times. So it's hard for us to achieve health in that context and more importantly we are going to progressively lose health as we encounter illness and death. So we also know that there's some nature, as Lawrence was saying, we, we do see people when they're dying being healed, in other words having a quality of health. Now, you don't always see that. You can see people struggling quite a lot when they're dying. But it's definitely a feature that certain people find this are healed as they're dying. And we also see people without any illnesses who clearly aren't healthy or healed. So there's, um, as Seamus Heaney's great sort of um, question when he was in the College of Physicians, is you need to understand health in a different way. Um, and the, So the issue is, is there another perspective on health? And what is that perspective in relation to what we've been talking about today? So the, the great insight of the masters of the wisdom traditions that we've been touching on today, we've only touched on three, we've touched on three of them, their great insight is that in some way or other health is, is the perfect harmony between the being and the non-being or the being and the doing. But that nature of that harmony requires being to be sovereign. In other words, being to be the primary. And when it's in that place, the doing then flows and the actions are good and enhanced. So if Michael's managing somebody post-delivery and they have a postpartum hemorrhage, well, there's no point in sitting down and meditating. So the, the, the right action will flow if, it's, if you're rooted in the being. And that's a time for action. And in the Tao, it's not in the readings, but there's another great quote which says that there is action and inaction. Inaction is the greater of those two. And the most important thing about action is timing. 
So, in this sort of harmony, place of harmony, we can experience life in its full, fullest sense by being rooted in being, but also our actions, or the quality of our actions are good. And why is it necessary to return to this place of being? Because we are t- this is the returning to the source. You know, the darkness within, the darkness, the gateway to all knowledge, which is in the first reading in the town. And it's also necessary for us to keep returning to this source because one of the paradoxes of life is, the, is that existence pulls us away from it. That's our experience. So we're pulled into distraction the whole time. And when we return to that source, the experience, and we'll touch on this later on, the experience um, is at the end of the journey, we return to the start and recognize it for the first time. That's, yeah, that's essentially what T.S. Eliot talks about in this poem that we're going to cover. So in other words, we're recognizing it for the first time because we're recognizing being for the first time as being different because it's now in balance, in harmony with our doing, with our existence, with our non-being. Whereas when we started, we were started in being only. So that, that is... Um, the, the other experience, and we'll touch on this in the later on during the week, is, is that this experience of health is, or being is, is nameless, it's hard to articulate, it's hard to describe, it's experiential. But, but features of it relate to attention, relate to an enhanced awareness, re- relate to relationship itself. So relation, relating in a meaningful way with ourselves, with our deepest being, with others around us, with the world we're in. And that leading to meaning and that leading to healing and to health. So it's not that we, when we break our leg, we don't want it fixed. We do want it fixed. So that's the action. But it's, re- it's the relationship of our actions to being. And ultimately our legs won't be able to be fixed. Ultimately we are, there is no doing that fixes us. But that doesn't mean that we don't have fullness as long as we're resting in, in the right space, resting in being. So, so the essence of the teaching is that that this perfect harmony between being and doing, with being so- being sovereign, is perhaps an alternative definition of health. It has more meaning. Could you repeat that? Because that sums it up. The last little tag. Sovereign. The 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 definition of health is is where being is sovereign. So, big question is that uh, 
we may uh, accept that for the moment, see the truth of that, and then how does it apply, or can it apply, or how do we apply it to life, to the real world, you know. You could imagine saying this to, you know, group of policy makers, and they'll say, yeah, yeah, that's great, but okay, now we've got to look at the balance sheets and look at our available resources, you know. How do these two way, ways look at, uh, of looking relate to each other? Because they are really, Martha, the way Martha and Mary would look at it, when they're separate. But when they're reconnected, maybe that's the one thing necessary is to get them back into friendship together because who wants to live in a home where there is constant turmoil and fighting and rejection, the worst nightmare. So if that's happening in ourselves, the, the, the one thing necessary is to harmonize these two these two halves of our being, of ourselves. I've certainly seen that in a school context. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the introduction of meditation in schools where the children spend a certain amount of time just being rather than doing is life-giving and changing and can be done in true harmony where the being is genuinely dominant hmm. and a real change from a situation where the doing is not only dominant but totally pervasive. Uh, you know, they will always have their iPhones out and be clicking away and sending texts to friends and everything else and the, the change is recognised not only by the teachers but by the children. That this is this is a new, a new way of, of living and a better way of living and a, a real change in their lives. Thank you.